to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metal, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Your Praise God and thank you once again for tuning into Bible Platform. Today I'm going to speak on the God of the Holy Bible. In fact, it's a series that I'll be doing for the next few weeks, trying to explain how God is revealed in the Holy Bible. And I hope that by the end of this series, all of us will be better informed, at least about the basic attributes of the God of the Bible. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Precious Lord, I hand over my entire being unto you this day that you will use me to bless your people, to throw light on who you are as a creator or the creator of the entire universe, seen and unseen. Be thou exalted in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory be to the Lamb of God. So who is the God that we see in the Bible? The first thing we see about the God of the Bible is that he is the creator of all things. The God of the Bible is the creator of all things. Immediately you open to the first chapter, the first verse of the Holy Bible, you are confronted or presented with a God who is a creator. Genesis 1.1 records, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, I want you to understand something about this Bible presentation. It does not explain or seek to argue or to meet an argument. It declares that God, in the beginning, God. So, we see God as the creator of the heavens and the earth. Right in the first chapter, the first verse of the Holy Bible. In Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4, there is a declaration. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things. Every single created thing is God's creation, created by God. So the scripture says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and were created. In other words, God does not owe anybody any explanation for why he created who and what he created. It's all for his pleasure. In Isaiah 42 verse 5, it reads that saith God the Lord He that created the heavens, and I like the plurality there, the heavens. So men may be still looking for other habitable or inhabitable places in the universe, in space. Whatever they find is only enlightenment to us, information to us, 
For God is not information. God knows everything he has created and he knows exactly where he has located them. So the Bible says in Isaiah 42, 5, that saith God the Lord, he that created the heavens and stretched them out, he that stretched forth the earth and that which cometh out of it. So I'm making the point that the God of the Bible is the creator of all things. And Isaiah is giving us further light on this truth. He that giveth breath unto the people upon it. So he created the heavens, he created the earth, and he is the one who gives breath to every single human being. Even those who do not um, acknowledge him, he is still the one who makes them breathe. He is still the one who gives them the ability to speak against him. Interesting. But as we go along, I'll be touching on the mercy of God in our subsequent study. And you will begin to understand how deep, wide his mercy, his, his love is. The, the depth and width of his tolerance, you just, you just simply can't measure. But that is the nature of the God of the Holy Bible. So the Bible says, he giveth breath unto the people upon it, speaking about the earth, and spirit to them that walk therein. So this God created everything seen and unseen. I want to just nail it down to his creation of human beings and the nations of the world. That God created every single human being, dead, alive, and yet to be born. And God values this creation. Isaiah 45 verse 12 says this. I have made the earth and created man upon it. I, even my hands, have stretched out the heavens. And all their hosts have I commanded. All their hosts have I commanded. So still making the point that God is the creator of every single human being. Isaiah 43 verse 1. But now that saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, speaking of Israel, and he who formed thee, O Israel. So the God of the Holy Bible is the creator of the universe. Is the creator of everything in the universe, seen and unseen. Is the creator of even Satan and his demons. God didn't create him Satan. God created him a very beautiful archangel. Indeed, the name Lucifer is from the word lucid, which means bright, beautiful, in all his excellence. But what happened when he fell? We see that in Ezekiel, let me read Ezekiel 28 verse 15, describing how Satan was before his fall, or who created him. It says, that was perfect. That's what I told you about that Lucifer. It was beautiful. It was perfect. Thou was perfect in thy ways. From the day that thou was created. Till iniquity was found in thee. Thou was perfect. God created him a perfect being. Now one thing we need to understand. That when it comes to angels and human beings. God does not interfere with our will. And that's important. We are higher creations. And so God does not interfere with our will. So 
it's not necessarily that we do things that surprise God, but we do things that God may not expect us to do. It's like taking his, his eyes off, even though he sees everywhere. It's like you walking into your room and seeing some mess. You are there with only your little child or little brother. And you know that he did this. And yet you question, who did this? Who did this? So for those who do not understand why God should, the Bible says, and God went to the garden of, and he said, Adam, where are you? It's not because God didn't know where Adam was. It's a rhetorical question. And we all ask those questions every day. And yet, you see, but when you don't have the light of Christ, I forgive you, you and try to interpret the Bible, you end up in the clutches of academic analysis and you will fail. May the good Lord help us all. So the Bible says about Satan that he was a created being. Ezekiel 28, 15, let me read it again. Thou was perfect in thy ways from that day that thou was created. I want you to know the word created. Till iniquity was found in thee. So Satan, Lucifer, was created. Now this God, this creator God, who created all things, manifested himself in flesh. And that the person we call Jesus Christ. God manifested himself in Christ. I'll give you a scripture. Colossians 1, 14 to 17. Speaking of Christ, he said, In whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. We have redemption through the blood of Christ. Not through the blood of goats or fowls or anything else. If you need further clarification, you go to the book of Hebrews chapter 8, 9 and 10. And it tells you no more. God is no more. I mean, we are not on the Old Testament dispensation. So this is what the blood has done. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. Now verse 15, I'm reading Colossians chapter 1. Describing Jesus, verse 15 says, Who, that is Christ, who is the image of the invisible God. Jesus Christ is the image of the God we cannot see. So you see Jesus, you see God. In other words, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Who is the image of the invisible God? The firstborn of every creature. The firstborn doesn't mean that he is a created being. He is the first manifestation of the Godhead of every creature. Now, let me read verse 16 for more clarification. It says, For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth. Visible and invisible. All things. Those things that we can see with our natural eyes. Those things that we cannot see with our natural eyes. Spirits. Humans. Trees. Fishes. Name it. Everything was created by him and through him. Colossians 1.16 whether you're talking about the moon, the stars, Mars, everything was created by Jesus Christ and through Jesus Christ. I'm taking you a journey. We are looking at the God of the Bible 
and today we are looking at the God of the Bible as the creator of all things. And now we are narrowing it down to his identity in Christ. Amen. So Colossians 1.16. Let me go again. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. This is talking about Jesus Christ. He has preeminence over everything. Everything. Verse 17. And he is before all things. <laughs> and he is before. Jesus Christ is before all things. Remember he told the Jewish people that before Abraham. Before Abraham he was existing. He existed. And they said you, you are barely a young man. And you say you existed before Abraham. Uh, that's where mental <laughs> calculations always get it wrong. When it comes to interpreting the things of Christianity. They come to us by revelation. <laughs> and the Bible says that those who do not have the spirit of Christ cannot understand the things of Christ. It's impossible. That's why I'm inviting you today to look at the picture of God and you will see Christ. You will see Christ in that picture. You are listening to the Bible platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. Tune in to the Bible platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. This and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM. And your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continues. There is a mystery. Let me, let, me, let me be clear about this. There is a mystery regarding the Holy Trinity. When we talk about the Trinity, I want to clarify something before we go on. That the God of the Bible is not three gods. It's one God. It's a Trinity. It's one God manifesting in three forms. Now listen. Very difficult to interpret because there's a mystery mystery means something that is hidden we cannot interpret it all until we get to heaven and see him face to face we can't explain everything in any holy book or any book of any religion for that matter everything we hold we hold by faith and faith is something that we do not see but we affirm because it is the spirit that witnesses that what i am affirming is truth now, if you don't have the spirit I have, which is the spirit of Christ, I will not be surprised if you deny everything I'm saying right now. The Bible says that the things that we treasure as believers to the world is foolishness. So I don't have any expectation of the world receiving what I'm giving right now until the world receives Jesus, open the heart, and the Holy Spirit work on the heart, and you receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You cannot understand these things because they are mysteries. Now, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 9 says this. Let me, let me turn to Ephesians chapter 3 verse 9. 
It says, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. What is the fellowship of the mystery? Which from the beginning, so there's a, there's a mystery. Which from the beginning would have been hid in God. Who created all things by Christ. Now look at the, inter, in, the interplay here. God who created all things by Christ. And then Colossians tells us, in him, by him, through him, for him, all things were created. And he created all things. So you can't pull one scripture and begin to run with it. You compare scripture to scripture. It's like you are cooking. You can't just take the tomato and pronounce to everybody, this doesn't work. This cannot pr produce soup for me. You're right. But you're wrong. Because you are not supposed to hold, to use only tomato to cook a soup. So in understanding God, it's a mystery. Some of the mystery of that godliness have been, has been revealed in scripture. Not everything has been revealed, but enough has been revealed for those who have the spirit of Christ to be able to accept without questioning that this is God we are dealing with, the creator. 1 Timothy 3.16 says, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Great is the mystery of the Godhead. Great is the mystery, is the secret of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And yet we declare, hear O Israel, hear O the church, the Lord our God is one God. <laughs> so listen, if you take a cup and scoop seawater from the sea, what do you have in the cup? It's still seawater. It's still the sea. But it is limited. And it cannot flow in the natural rhythm of the mass of the sea from which you scooped it. So it subjects itself to limitation. And yet the whole content that makes the sea the sea, the chemical that makes the sea the sea, is exactly what you have in the cup. This is one of the ways of explaining this deep mystery. But I can't explain it all because it's a mystery. But I know by revelation that this Jesus is the creator and he is God. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. This is Jesus. He is God. And he's the creator. And if you receive him, if you open your heart, if you ask the Holy Spirit in all humility to show you this truth, Conviction will come to you. Light will enter you. And you will know that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now this Jesus, like I said, you scoop water in a cup from the sea. You still have sea water, but it's limited. So Jesus, in a sense, fully God, fully man, but limited. That's why he slept. <laughs> so you see, you imagine Jesus in a cup at sea water. He slept. But the mass of the Godhead was still at work. The mass of the Godhead was still in the cup. Hallelujah. To help you further on, I want you to read this. I want to read from John 6, 51. That Jesus Christ came from the Father. So, it's like scooping that water from the sea. He came from the Father. In John 6, 51, he says, I am the living bread. I am not kind of bread, just any bread. I mean, I am the living bread. Bread that breathes alive. That came from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. So anybody in the world who denies Christ, you don't have life. 
with all due respect, you don't have life. John 6, 58. This is the bread that came from heaven. Not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. Either eaten of this bread will live forever. That's why I'm very passionate about sharing the gospel with you and wherever I go. Because there is life. This is a package. You shouldn't die in your sin and go to hell. You shouldn't live a, a life of defeat. Jesus created you for a purpose to enjoy life. He said, I came that you might have life, have it in abundance. And if you are not enjoying that life, you are denying yourself something. Further on, let me add this. That Jesus Christ recreates every human soul who believes in him. So he can recreate you because he is the creator. No matter how messy you have become, when you receive Jesus, he recreates you. Mark 16, 15 to 16. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. The choice, my dear, is yours. If you believe, salvation is waiting for you. And I'm saying that he, the creator, will recreate, rejuvenate your spirit that is dead because of sin. Second Corinthians chapter number 5, the verse number 15. The God of the Bible is the creator. Therefore, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. If any man be in Christ, now let me clarify this a bit. It doesn't say if any man is in church. You come into Christ, you receive Christ before you are joined to the church. But you can attend a church meeting, a meeting of the saints. Or you may have been born into the church and may never receive Christ. You are just pulling along just like any unbeliever. And I just want to plead with you this day to reconsider. Consider where you're standing with Christ because this is very, very important. Therefore, if any man be in Christ... In Christ, he is a new creature because Christ is the creator. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must be born again. All things must become new in your life. Jesus Christ holds the key to death and Hades. Your eternal destiny is defined by what choice you make regarding Jesus Christ, the creator, while you have life. Revelation 1.18, I am he, Jesus speaking, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of hell and death. Beloved, the creator has the, the final say when it comes to who goes to heaven and who goes to hell. He said it. He does not stop anybody from saying the same thing. So if you believe in someone who has not said this, that's not his problem. Because the person doesn't believe that he has what it takes to make this declaration. But I offer to you the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the creator of the universe. Hallelujah. He will judge all his creation. All his creation will be accountable to him at the end of time. John chapter 5, verse 22. For the Father judgeth no man, 
but has committed all judgment unto his son. So don't get confused about this. At the end of time, Jesus Christ, the creator of everything seen and unseen, will judge the world, including you. So you have to make a choice. For those of us who are believing Christ, here is a caution. Judgment will start with us, even though we, have, we are no more under condemnation. 1 Peter 4.17 For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? Judgment is beginning at the house of God. And the Bible says, if it's going to begin with us, then what will happen with those who don't believe in Jesus? It is yours to answer. Believer, live in holiness. You have been recreated for good works so that the unbeliever will look at you and test for God. Matthew 5, 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, good works, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Finally, Romans 13, 12. The night is far spent. The night. It is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Jesus Christ is coming again. Are you prepared to meet him? He created you for a purpose. Thank you for tuning into Bible Platform. May the Lord bless you and keep you and help you to receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. If you have already received him, this is the time to live in holiness. Live in sanctification. You represent the glory of God. Walk out of sin. God bless you, your friend Pastor Ansimetal, signing out for today. God willing, I'll come your way again next week. God bless you. And bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bible Platform. For questions, prayers, and counseling, contact Reverend Metal on 0244-239024-0244-239024. Thank you for listening. Tune in same time next week. God bless you. Your